0: Mario, you've got to stop. It's not good. And yeah, the, whole, the whole movie talking just... talking to him, the
1: mushrooms. Him, him and sadly... the of Goomba and Goombet. We're worried about you, Mario. <laughs> the movie just goes between fever dreams of Mario as the games that we know him, and Luigi sitting by his bed just sad. Marcus, <laughs> you're going to kill yourself. Mario, Mario in the whole...
0: soiled overalls like, <laughs> hiding, shaking in a pipe somewhere. <laughs>
2: The whole movie—it's just like you,
0: a Mama's <laughs> spaghetti.
2: <laughs> it's just fever dreams of Mario playing like baseball and tennis. Yeah. And yeah. Golf
1: and all wanna well, it cuts back to real life when we got like a usual suspect situation where he's just looking around the room, and that's what informs reality. Mm-hmm. But Luigi, I'm I'm the hero.
0: Yes, Mario, you're the hero. Yeah. Come along. <laughs>
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpinito, your features editor. Andrew Rotten, editor in chief. Rulidge Doggett, site founder.
0: Andrew Stretch, the grumpus editor.
2: The grumpus editor, because later we're going to talk about some bug snacks. We're also going to talk about oh, some Oh, we're talking parable. bug snacks. We're talking bug snacks. But first, we're talking news. PlayStation <laughs> Plus has. Like this. <laughs> this is a bad energy for you.
1: Yeah, not a fan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, PlayStation has uh, for now stopped letting people use codes or redeem codes for PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. And uh, it's in part because they're about to revamp their whole PS Plus system. We covered it a few weeks ago. You know, they're doing the whole like PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Double Plus, and Triple Plus thing. Those aren't the real names, but you know. Um, so, now they've added to their FAQ that, yep, this is that's why we're doing it and uh they've also posted a like a chart to explain like what what card you redeem translates to this much time for this service and it's pretty it's y- like you need spreadsheets to figure this out rut i'm sure you figured this out already oh yeah because you're a spreadsheet oh, yeah. master pivot tables baby Mm -hmm. but it's essentially like if you get a ps plus card it converts to less time in the premium like the highest tier the playstation plus premium whereas the playstation now card converts to an equal amount of time in the premium Mm -hmm. version but even more if you redeem it for playstation plus essential if that makes sense no it doesn't
1: hey remember when when uh xbox one came out and the ps4 came out and playstation made that video of how easy it was to give someone a game
2: remember that i remember do si- remember how simple and easy that was of a system i i feel like microsoft should release a video like that but for, feels like yeah this but is but for, you know, Games Pass. pretty
1: ridiculous like
0: i mean quite you know it's quite funny that you're bringing it up you know the playstation 4 xbox one reveal and how you know we know that sony completely pivoted on their approach after xbox totally dropped the ball there um but this kind of thing is already in place for xbox they just don't talk about it as much like if i already have game pass ultimate um and i get a code for uh two months of xbox live gold And redeem it and it will it will just add a shorter amount of time like they've already done that equivalence they've done the math um it does just seem weird in general that they're being like so forward about it or like so restrictive i guess um Mm -hmm. i mean we famously know that people have absolutely used and abused the getting three years of xbox gold of xbox game pass for a dollar um for ages at this point um you know obviously playstation's aware of that i was expecting them to just cop it and just be like yeah some people are going to abuse this system uh for the the conversion when the conversion kicks in it's been very weird that they've just like locked people's access (laughs) to redeem ps plus ps now
3: see that's kind of the difference for me of the transition was microsoft's like yeah we know this is going on you guys can do whatever you want for the most part and like some even some like higher ups in Microsoft talked about it like as a thing to do, whereas PlayStation just out the gates, like nah, no way, absolutely not. Um, and it just kind of shows the difference in mindset, I think, too. Where X, like Xbox and Microsoft at the start, like okay, you want to convert, whatever, you know, it'll be cool to have you as a subscriber on a regular basis, playing the games, you know, engaging with the platform, stuff like that. And sometimes it just feels like sony wants to deter people um and it's literally
0: asking you to not give money right now
3: yeah pretty much and it's just like i i would understand if it was afterwards right like so microsoft's kind of in the same boat where we've already rolled out games pass ultimate if you have it and you add xbox live okay that makes sense that just xbox live gold by itself is less than ultimate i would understand that after the conversion but before is a little weird. Like I feel like you would want to actively get people in the platform um, to boost your numbers. So from I mean, like a business standpoint, I don't think the ROI is gonna pay off the way they think it does.
2: The other thing too for it is that at first I thought they, they halted the, the fact that you can redeem cards because maybe it was like, oh, we're trying to figure out exactly like, if you have PlayStation now, right now, how much does that convert to whatever, right? But they have figured that out. So why stop people from redeeming their codes between now and what would it be? June, right? When, like, what's the point? When we all know exactly, like, if you have 183 days of PlayStation now, you're going to get 183 days of PlayStation Plus Premium. Man, those those words suck to say, by the way. (laughs) Um, But... You know when you, we walk, we can already walk into this knowing exactly what we're gonna get. So why not be able to redeem your cards now, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I think you know Rut really hit on it that you know there's something about the ROI here, and it's just what numbers have they done in the back room to say, well, if we let people abuse the system and get three years at a reduced cost now versus what if that person was a successful convert to um to this new platform versus what percentage will drop off or will potentially drop to like it, not a lower pay platform because the base the baseline is still gonna be baseline. Um but yeah, whether whether they'll just kind of uh whether their numbers showed that it was more likely that they were con- gonna keep or convert people to higher numbers than the number of people who would get you know who would who would not want to get into the system and would like maybe not want to abuse. But yeah, if they can't if they can't come out after twelve months and say, this is the numbers that we're getting, this is the return we're getting um then, you know, is this gonna be another another thing that PlayStation drops? Because we already know, you know, from from Playstations, we believe in generations to we don't think that backwards compatible is important um you know as they've continued to be really quite hesitant to make any step towards backwards compatibility or or creating this and then they're seeing what xbox is doing um over the other side of the fence um quite clearly they've been dragged tooth and nail into this fight that their fans have been wanting a competitor um you know, Xbox, I, I think competition is good in general. You know, if PlayStation does put on a good show, then that may alleviate future worries that people have about how much or how soon um, Game Pass will begin raising its price if we can keep, you know, parity between the two. Um, but at the moment, it's still, they're just so hesitant. They're This decision lets me know that they're running this with numbers in their mind. Yes. Where from the get-go, you know, I know Xbox is a company. Phil Spencer is a businessman. Um, you know, you should never think, you know, I absolutely shill on Xbox like fucking crazy. I'm very upfront about that. Xbox is a company. Xbox likes my money. Phil Spencer is not my friend. If he wants to be, though, you know, just let me know, Phil. We can go grab drinks. Phil, you want to um, be on
3: the pod, you let us know. <laughs> yeah, anytime.
0: <laughs> um, but I, I, PlayStation very obviously are coming into this new PlayStation Plus with their wallet first instead of what we can do for our community, for for the people on our platform who love our platform, that we want to give them more chances, more reasons to fight for that platform to say, you know, man, I really love my PlayStation because it lets me play Tekken 2 like back, you know, when I was a kid.
2: Yeah. Well, I think a big part of it too for me is that it's a um, it's a communication issue as well, mm-hmm. right? Because I think back to how Xbox did this, they didn't like halt the presses, and then have to step back and explain why they halted the presses, right? They just kind of well, one they let the presses keep going, and then said like, oh, and also if you have like this much Xbox subscription A, it'll convert to that much Xbox subscription B, right? Like, it was all pretty clearly communicated and you knew exactly where your dollar is going Mm -hmm. right now the experience of anyone who recently purchased a playstation plus physical card or digital card is they spent 60 dollars or whatever and then went to redeem it and sony said hold on don't (laughs) we're not going to tell you why but don't don't even hold on don't
0: but hold on you can't yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. I like I feel like if they had said like given a heads up like hey starting on this date we're gonna, you know, turn off the ability to redeem codes because of like this sy- this conversion system, I feel like there wouldn't be as big of an uproar about it. You know, people would have just been like, Oh, okay, that makes sense. We'll just hold on to our cards for a bit, or maybe don't buy cards. I mean, also you know? by by that As soon as, you know, people weren't thinking that there would be a cutoff
0: date, so people were purchasing their PS Plus, PS Now cards in lead up to the change. If Sony had said, hey, we're cutting off this date um, on April 30th, then everyone would have just bought them last week and redeemed them. I think that this is exactly they, they needed to stop it and then explain why they stopped it to specifically make sure that they limited the amount of people who, who attempted to do this workaround. Yeah. That's um, just, it. it is confusing. It's definitely, it is a communication issue that, you know, they didn't stop selling the cards. They might have stopped selling the cards in their first party shops. But, you know, right now I can go to Amazon and buy a year of PlayStation now and I can't do anything with it for the next X amount of weeks. <laughs> well, um, you can think about it yeah i can think about it i can think about my playstation now can't play it but i can think about it Mm -hmm. um and that's just it's just a problem (laughs) like at its core at its core customer satisfaction level that's a problem that is the the business very obviously putting itself forward yeah
3: i mean Uh, it's a case of business versus community i think part of it too and and this is i think we've talked about internally about how some of some of the industry in games kind of works, too, and that the focus is on money and not so much building a community, building a brand. I think that it, it's a mindset that's that's. The reason why Xbox is perceived positively when it comes to community is they they use the word community a lot. They focus on what they're building and less so the money. I don't even know how much money they probably lost on that conversion for Games Pass, um
0: how much they're still losing people still absolutely oh, yeah. abuse that you buy three years of xbox gold do the and then spend one dollar and it will convert one for one when you do it that yep. way yeah yep. um, so
3: i mean they're losing money but they're also probably gaining a significant number of subscribers from that mm-hmm. um which at some point maybe they cut that off and their ecosystem is huge and it, it all rebounds um for people like me who are too lazy to do three years and just did one i've been paying ever since like and and it's been for me that that first year that like gateway drug um has fully pulled me into the games pass sphere um because at first i was like ah this isn't really a thing i want i don't play too many consoles and then they started to do more and more with pc and ultimate and i was like shit this is great um Mm -hmm. and now we're getting a weekly paycheck from phil (laughs)
2: exactly and I think that that's what you have to think about is that Xbox is playing the long game because they can afford to play the long game like let's let's remember they spent almost 69 billion dollars recently and that's like chump change kind of to them it's fucking microsoft right Um, they can afford to quote unquote lose money on subscribers Mm -hmm. and especially when you think about the long game right it's like okay at first it's a very community driven choice to say yeah whatever you can convert your your xbox fun bucks to game pass fun bucks we don't give a shit right but then like rut said once you're in for a year that's more than enough time for a really high likely chance that you're going to keep going and start paying monthly after that. Let alone if you're one of those people that did the whole three years thing, right. And then pay a dollar right now. You've been in for three years, come 2024. When your subscription lapses, you're going to be like, no, I want to keep that, Mm -hmm. you know, like, cause that's what I did. Like a few years ago when, when games pass was first starting around, I had like two years of Xbox live saved up. Mm -hmm. I don't even play much Xbox. And then I think my uh, my subscription's about to like I'm gonna have to pay like maybe starting next month or the month after, and I'm like, yeah, sure. I I know going in, I'm gonna just like rebuff that payment because why wouldn't I? Even though I haven't really booted up my Xbox in a few weeks, yeah, you know, it
0: it has become it has become that like when you look at your bank statement and you see the the twelve to twenty bucks that you've given Netflix this week. Oh, this month and it's like well i haven't watched netflix in two years or like two months but when i want to load up netflix i don't want to have to re-sign up it's mm. like oh it's, i haven't touched my xbox in a month okay it doesn't matter yeah well, um
2: I, I do think the slight difference is i mean this is just based on recent news right but netflix is kind of like getting a little shakier. oh uh, yeah yeah, right well especially because you know there's so many other tv movie subscription services out there right like so many it's, it's starting to become saturated there is no other Xbox game pass except for maybe what this PlayStation plus thing is going to be. Well, and that's,
0: I mean, and that's that Xbox has even like looked at Netflix and seen like, mm, well, what, what's the folly there. And the folly there is Paramount pulling everything Paramount off and Disney pulling everything Disney off and this and that and whatever. And then the first one to start to kind of try to fight game pass was Ubisoft. i oh, mm-hmm. sorry. EA. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and they said, "Okay, that's now part of Ultimate." <laughs> it's like they're, it's like they're, they're not letting that happen at the moment, at least. You know, it's not like they're going to be able to say to PlayStation, "Hey, your games are now on our platform." Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, but, it might um, help
3: Netflix if they'd quit canceling shows after season two, but that's just me. Oh, season uh, one or season one? Spa- if we're, yeah, yeah, big
2: fan of Space Force, are we right? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Y'all think I'm but, joking?
3: I mean, uh, it's still weird to I me mean, the as well. Episode, I get it. One that so freaking.
0: <laughs> that one of the biggest things that they're gatekeeping from PlayStation um, and the different tiers of PlayStation Plus is that only that highest tier gets the classic games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which kind of it feels like they're holding your nostalgia hostage.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's worth it though, right? Because we've seen what some of those games might be according to some leaks. Who doesn't want to play Tekken two in the year twenty twenty two? Right name me a person who hasn't been dreaming about mr driller every day since the year 1990 whatever right oh man ridge racers it's... 2 forza's dead forza will die <laughs> when ridge racers 2 <laughs> comes out
0: you heard it here first
2: yeah Check turn 10
0: exclusive
2: yeah playground games is gonna look at that release and they're like we can't top that and just shut down their studio it's fair yeah wait aren't they working on fable 2? Yeah, they will. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. they'll start it back up for Fable, but then after Fable's out, then they shut down. <laughs> They're done.
3: Yeah. The yeah. Fable Racer, yeah. it's not happening. Right.
2: No, Fable cart is dead. Yeah. So the
0: the other leaked games are also Siphon Filter one through four, Worms mm-hmm. World Party, and Worms Armageddon. Um, but there's there's nothing that's gonna grab you there, right? No,
3: not I mean, even a little. Siphon um,
2: Filter. Look, I like Ben Studio, but man, that is it is kind of budget Metal Gear in it. Hmm. yeah like there's none of these games are like yeah that's the one that's that playstation exclusive that uh i'm dying to play i mean and i look at tekken 2 too and i know like there there's a certain charm to like retro fighting games like there are people out there who still play like street fighter 2 but, but i you know tekken 7's pretty good like i, I don't know if i would want to go back to tekken 2
0: i mean also like Tekken as a... Tekken as a franchise really began with 3 and Tag Tournament. Yeah. Um, you don't want to go back to Tekken (laughs) 2. Like, I remember it was Tekken... Tekken 4 or Tekken 5 had the ability to go and, like, play Tekken 1, Tekken 2, Tekken 3. Oh, my God. They were so bad. Mm. Um, like, you know, issues with, like, picking up, like, multi-input combos, uh... That's just, it's just, there's nothing there to grab.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're very stylish for the time, right? But, like, I mean, we're we're probably on the cusp of a Tekken 8 announcement within the next year or so, if I had to guess. So, like, I don't know. It's just, to me, it isn't one of those games where it's like, I have to go back because it was so much better in the old days. You know?
0: But This is also maybe where Sony's kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit as well, that a lot of a lot of those original PlayStation games, the same way that like, when I think about a lot of the big games that came out on PlayStation three, kind of the biggest of those titles, you know, we've got some, some outliers like Metal Gear Solid four, but the majority of the games that you would really be like, I need to pull out my PS three to play this game. A lot of them have already been ported. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that comes even further, you know, with like the classic PlayStation games, like, you know, if if the original Ape Escape is on there, like, that might be interesting to me. Um, probably better if they gave the PSP version. But um, <clears throat> there's a lot there that is, like, classic PlayStation that I'm worried that they've already done, like, a port or a remake too recently, um, or it's just not going to age well. I was sitting here thinking, wow, a Crash Bandicoot or a Spyro on there would be really good. But also... I- xbox
2: owns them now (laughs) well and also those both of those franchises recently got like their their trilogy re-released exactly like like fully remastered re-whatevered from the ground up
0: yeah i'm just like i'm trying to think of what like classic playstation games there are another one that leaps out to me uh age odyssey well that got a remake a few years ago as well
2: mm-hmm. you know another um, one that leaps out to me final fantasy 7 which is now you, literally on every platform you could pick up any device with a screen next to you and you can fucking play final fantasy 7 right now
0: yeah um i think you know for a while it was also on game pass and you could like stream it to whatever it's just mm-hmm. there's so much of that playstation catalog that was so good that there is other ways to get it already um yeah so it'll be interesting to see what more they're able to do with this list and to expand this list um and they also like haven't given any like real specifics of what will and will not be available um and even then it will be a question of well how how quickly will that list then grow or shrink um because mm-hmm. game pass still advertises itself as 100 plus games when they're at 430 at the moment
2: they're humble
0: um playstation like the full playstation playstation plus not essential whatever the top tier is premium is advertising yeah premium is advertising 700 plus games and that's going to be they're already talking about how that's going to be like 400 games from uh like 400 and something games from PS now 300 games from something else. And then that only leaves that classic category looking like it will have maybe 60 to a hundred games. Mm-hmm. If I'm remembering this correctly from their first announcement. Um, so it's just going to be really weird to see what are those 60 to 100 games that they're, that they're keeping at that top tier that, that will be part of the reason why people, you know, pay for nostalgia because that's yeah. a very powerful thing. People enjoy going back and reliving those memories, even if it's only for you know an hour before you realize, "Wow, Tekken Two sucks."
2: Yes. Um, I mean, what are you going to pay for that? I think there's going to be a pretty big contingency of nostalgic JRPG nerds, specifically that because, like, I think everyone who played like a lot of JRPGs back in the day have like that one. Like that sleeper hit no one else has heard about but that person. You know like what some I mean? Crap Breath- game like Dark Cloud. Yeah, Dark Cloud Shit, <laughs> Dark Cloud. Or maybe Are you fucking kidding me? There's also what like Breath of Fire, Wild Arms, like Legend of Dragoon. Not not that I'm not shitting on those necessarily, but those are like the ones that I think of when they're like, Oh, it's that JRPG that was like just under you know, under the mainstream, but not quite like we haven't gotten remasters or whatever of those, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like but those are the ones where everyone's going to be like when that comes onto the service or like, finally, everyone will have their chance at seeing why Wild Arms should have gotten a sequel or Wild Arms 3 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. There's, I mm-hmm. mean, there was a, so many fantastic games on the PS1. But which will be able to appeal to a large enough audience that that is making PlayStation see those dollar signs in their, uh, in their eyes.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see how it all feels when it all comes out in June, when, when you can finally use all of those stacked up cards that you have sitting in your drawers now.
0: Yeah. And I'm definitely going to get it for at least a month or two and see how it is, see how the games run, everything. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have. Um, we'll just, yeah, see how, how people react.
2: Yeah. Let's just see if we can find where the play has limits, right? <laughs> uh, speaking of limits, Game Freak. Uh, has announced that they're going to start implementing a four-day work week. We're finally moving into that. Uh, you know, that the work is the future, and that future is a four-day work week. And there's no other catch to this at all. I think there's a little catch. No, 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 It's totally fine. Just a four-day no, just, work uh, week. What does it
0: say here about 20% less pay? you can ignore that.
2: Okay,
0: that's fine, I'll trust you. Yeah, it's smaller than
2: 10-point font, so it's not legally binding. Uh, Um, Okay, excellent. (laughs) Um, But yes, no, Game Freak, famous for their uh, very good Pokemon games, uh, just announced that... And Little Town Hero, please, Mm -hmm. put some respect. (laughs) I fucking forgot about... How do you remember that game? (laughs) I saw someone else bring it up. (laughs) Um, They're going to transition to it well. They're going to allow employees to choose to do a four-day work week at the cost of a 20% pay cut, which, if you do the math, it does check out, but it shouldn't. (laughs) And this is uh, specifically for people who have like kids, right? Or like, you know, elementary age school children and things like that. I think that it might have been that they were just
0: using kids as an example. Mm, Um, But at that point... I mean I probably say this from a a place of privilege not working in the game industry, but if it gets to a point where I need a four day work week to or like i need to take a day off in my work week, um I'd rather just use f t o
2: yeah
0: or or pay time off to uh to take that day and not take a twenty percent pay cut right. but we also but- don't know what it's like working at game freak. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but I mean, that shouldn't be how you get a four day work week by using your time off, right? That should be like, it's a four day work week and you don't get a pay cut. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the whole point behind a four day work week, right? Or well, even like yes. the
0: idea of companies going to like 410s. Like, so, I mean, it's like, like they forgot stay.
2: you can move those hours around.
1: Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> you don't just lose that day. People can add them on throughout the rest of the
3: week, right? And if it's you throw a remote work in there, you save the yeah. commute and it all equals <laughs> out do that
1: game. Game Freak's a fucking garbage company. That's all <laughs> they make. They Fight make words. shitty games that capitalize on the same formula they've done for 20 years. That's not they're true. Not that great. Oh, no. Uh, RCS changed some stuff. Yeah. Not that great. It's yeah, just, just a little bit of stuff. And oh, what well, I should give them a bunch of credit for finally doing something after decades. Yeah, I'm not going to give them that much credit. <laughs> and now they're trying to get headlines with this four four day work week bullshit when it's it's awful. who's gonna do it? It's like, oh yeah, i mean, I, can, I can afford a twenty percent cut
2: poor shit. To be fair, they are making headlines, maybe yeah. not <laughs> the headlines they want, but they are they don't care the work the working uh
1: the the way the japan approaches work is all fucked up. the work culture there is insane mm-hmm. I like feel Kado for people Shin that Shin live that. in Japan that live in that that's that's the common the norm of how they just the, they get treated. Um, but been, since I'm not in it, maybe someone's like, "Oh, this is a attractive idea." I don't know. Obviously, from the outside, it looks like a bunch of awful bullshit. But you figured that there would they they be a much
0: better way to do it. Like, if it's if the point of announcing this is, you know. It just seems like PR took a weird spin on this. <laughs> yes. To to be like, here's a really good thing, but also here's the negative thing. If it had been like Game Freak is announcing a new system where, y- you know, like uh, uh, employees are able to say that they have an emergency and that does not count um, across their, uh, you know, their employment record,
3: mm-hmm.
0: like allowing for family needs to take precedent over work culture like i feel like, like that could have been a much more positive story uh i don't versus... know if
1: pr could spin anything when you have a 20 percent pay cut <laughs> yeah that's the big well, thing i mean it yeah. wouldn't even
0: be a 20 percent pay cut it would just be like like yes you're not working that day so you're not going to be paid for that day like that's you know i'm not gonna say oh i only worked four days this week and that was no call no show and they docked my pay twenty percent. Those assholes. It's like, well, no, I didn't <laughs> do the work, so I'm not going to get paid for it.
2: Right, uh, but it feels like you sh- the excuse to the excuse for not working shouldn't be I had to take care of my child, or I had to take care of like or whatever. My obviously, sick, obviously, that's that's right?
0: how like, it mm. is. If you don't have, if you don't have PTO, don't have FTO. That's like that's not something that in current day American work anyone bats an eye about.
1: No, I mean, it's still bullshit. That's basically, I think, what we're saying. It's like- yeah,
2: it, yeah, it is still bullshit. And I think it doesn't help that that's how the company has framed it too, right? It's like, for example, you can take yeah. the four-day work week if you need to take care of your child. Like when they're saying that's the reason, that's like you're forcing someone to make a decision between do I make the amount of money I should be making – or do I take 20% cut to make it harder to pay for my family and whatever, but also I can come home and take care of the kids, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's such a dumb choice that no parent should ever be in.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely.
2: Uh, it's, um, uh, I hate it so much. I've so <laughs> I just, uh, it makes you happy.
1: That's just of all like when particularly I mean obviously, I think a lot of Japanese companies are kind of living in their own bubble and they kind of do their own thing, and that's fine, but it's it's like when we have so much discussion particularly now among people in the industry, so maybe it's not at the at large within the community or average person isn't a gamer isn't probably thinking about this kind of stuff, but it's pretty big talk in the industry of the work conditions and stuff and has been, and then they put something out like this. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and you're you're framing it like this is a favor you're giving your employees. It's
0: like oh, instead it's of it's not
1: like you fi- you fucking making uh, the games for the most valuable media franchise in the world. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon yeah, like destroys Pokemon. everything. Nobody it's nobody me- makes more money than Pokemon. Pokemon fucking crushes everything.
0: It just maybe they're uh, maybe they're just trying to get ahead of a scandal. They see, you know, all of these heinous cases of like crunching
1: this and that. that leads someone else to make a fucking Pokemon game than game freak. Yeah. Well, to take, mean- it, take it away from him
2: yeah, well, we all know, let's be fair, we all know they're putting all of that money towards a revolutionary Pokemon engine for Gen 9 that's oh, going to yeah. blow everyone out of the water and, will... and make naysayers like you finally like Pokemon, right? <laughs> <laughs> after after years of doing this bullshit. Well, it's just like, if, I've, if you've
1: played Pokemon Red and Blue, you've basically played Pokemon. There's more fluff stuff, but you've played it. And it's been that way. That came out in 96 in Japan, right? Or something? It was 96 so in the 90, U.S. I think it right? Yeah. Maybe it was 96 in the U.S. So we're talking almost 30 fucking years. Obviously, Arceus is the way to be going, but it's like, man, I don't know. Game Freak just fucking sucks, it's all. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: you were right, I, 96. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's... It is just kind of... It, it brings a lot of questions about like... Because, you know, there's the whole... um debate about what what's more productive a four-day work week or a five-day work week and if it's a four there's not day, really that... a debate anymore yeah well because I mean, there's studies <laughs> that come out right where there's it's a, like it's workers too are more many productive of them to say for... that yeah yeah but then that i think that does bring in a question here it's like okay so let's say hypothetically that people are more productive in a four-day work week here right what well, would they be or would that um that like 20 percent pay cut be like enough psychic damage to be like i don't want to work as much i don't want to work as hard or as efficiently right because like i mean i think it'd
3: be a different discussion if it was like yeah you can work four days a week just you know 10 hours or whatever like yeah four tens i mean that's pretty You know, like that's every pretty fucking everybody
1: else does i've never heard of yeah. this just oh yeah we're just take a 20 percent pay cut of a 40 work week i've never heard of that it's always you can do five eights or four tens like what the fuck yep. yeah this is so yep. bizarre i've never heard like it's i don't mm-hmm. understand it
3: Well, and you're seeing a lot of shift to mostly outside of games to like flex. Like, okay, I mean, my work, for example, uh, it lets everybody kind of set their own working hours for the most part, um, depending on position. Um, Hmm. So if you've got kids and you need to start at nine because you have to take them to school every day. okay, cool. Just work an hour later or whatever. Um, It's it's uh, I mean, I think we're gradually seeing changes because of. Uh, how it's it's an employees market right now. Um, whether that'll change again is to be seen. But I think that hopefully this is not the wrong because it's always been an employees market. It. Yeah, I mean, I think anyway, it has. I could, we could People go on this just for a long learning. time. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's always I mean, been. An employee's we say this is we we say this as Otten and I figure out the contract for our first full full time <laughs> person. You know, um, there's a yeah. lot to consider and a lot to kind of balance to make sure that. Things are fair and and our goal is not to be a um, authoritarian when it comes to how you want to work. We just want to make sure that you work well and and that you're happy. Um, And we're starting to see companies kind of realize, oh, shit, my people work better if they're happy Um, or (laughs) if they're taken care of. Like, (laughs) but beat the shit out of them every day. Man, they really don't do good work. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or if you pay cut them or if you pay cut them. Yeah, like. I think this is just the wrong mindset to have, and like gotten said, I think it's kind of the work culture in Japan as well. It's very different, um, kind of that. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? Uh, an environment when it comes to working over there. There's definitely like a lot of rules, and it's kind of it hasn't changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm hoping that internally, Game Freak employees will kind of fight for themselves and say, "Hey." This, this isn't really what we want or this will just backfire on them and they'll go oh shit we gotta go back to the drawing board and they yeah. figure out the right way to do it because this is not the right way to do it uh, mm. this is a great way to lose very talented developers
2: well this is game freak let's not
1: well, well, not, i do think you know,
2: they, I'm, they, I'm sure there's they're... talented developers there come on
3: <laughs> just know, because yeah. you, don't, um, you yeah. don't appreciate the games and i don't appreciate the games doesn't mean there's not talented people there that no that's true you know, Yeah. um it's just the overall <laughs> vision has not been um great
0: are we going forward in the next pokemon games if you uh try to show up to a certain gym on a certain day they just will be out of office
2: yeah (laughs) sorry we're we're busy taking a pay cut at home yeah yeah it's just a sign Brock can't show
0: up right now he's taking care of his nine brothers and sisters because of his deadbeat dad
2: and that deadbeat dad elite four champion (laughs) well how about we shift into some of the games we've been playing this week shall we uh, rut you've been playing you've been playing a new game with the word hunt in it
3: yes yes we uh after ranting about hunt last week and then seeing them push a uh, a, a new fucking test server this week that was not taken well very broken and then they pushed new dlc alongside that i saw that change andrew um <laughs> <laughs> we uh we decided to to boot something up the uh, vampire the masquerade uh, blood hunt which is a new battle royale um that has some really interesting kind of mechanics to it um, you've got your standard uh pick up weapons early on kill people stuff like that but there's there's a feeding mechanic um that's kind of interesting in that uh you've got essentially you've got you've got two main abilities and then you've got two like sub abilities um And you can feed off of random people on the street that each have like different traits that you'll get from feeding off of them. Um, And you have a limit. So each you can get three of each and... uh,
0: Oh shit, it's prototype, but but a better (laughs) game.
3: It's prototype (laughs) battle royale. Yeah, so there's that mechanic and then you can uh, feed off of other players when you kill them or down them to extend those even further. Um, and then the movement's pretty unique in that there's two, four, there's eight, seven, seven classes. Um, you know, they each have different movement abilities or different, um, secondary abilities that definitely keeps things interesting. Like the fact that I can eat myself from the ground to almost the top of a building, uh, just by using, uh, a single ability to kind of shift the fight, um, makes it interesting and the way that the circle operates is not your typical. It's just a circle closing in. It's like random shapes, um, so it's not like okay if I stay here and move in a little further. Sometimes that circle, like it, it's like a C, and you've got to get in. Um, so that kind of keeps things moving, keeps it fast pace, and and all that good stuff. Um, mm.
2: But how would you say it compares to something like Hyperscape that failed? that battle
3: oh right it kicks verticality yeah yeah hyperscape we bounced off of that in two games um like we played twice and we're like okay this this is i don't like this movement i don't like the way the guns feel um everything in blood hunt feels good like movement is smooth um kind of that verticality that comes into play is actually good so you can be up on the rooftops um uh, you know and i think we had one instance where when you similar to other games when you kill another team's players, if somebody survives, they can go revive. Those revive points are great jump spots, mm. um, especially if they're lower down on the ground. So you can kind of set up ambushes um, and and throw some, some less battle royale kind of traits into it. Um, but yeah, it's way better than hyperscape. Games are about 15 minutes each, which is like a great runtime. Yeah. Um, get in, get out. I think we played, you know, six games in an hour or something um so there's just a lot of a a lot to it that's that's positive i'll say again i fucking hate shared worlds stop doing the little like here's where you're at before your match just give me a ui (laughs) um it it is cool that i can wander around a a vampire castle or something um but uh, just give me a ui yeah. I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep saying that. Stop with the shared world area that really provides nothing but empty space.
0: You don't wanna you don't wanna find a whole bunch of people and just repeatedly like crouch in front of them and then like slash dance emote for them?
3: Yeah, yeah and the dance emote is just swaying. So uh, games pretty are pretty about ongoing.
1: interactivity, man. Like you don't want to interact?
3: I would like to interact in match by mm.
1: Yeah, that's you that idea is such a, like, boardroom idea. It's like, games are about this, right? People will like this, right?
3: Yeah. It works in Destiny. It does not work anywhere else.
1: Yeah. Was, was it
0: Bandai that used to have the copyright on interactive loading screens? I mean, this is pretty much what that is nowadays. <laughs> Instead of sitting there <laughs> that's fair. waiting for a lobby yeah. to fill, this is just... Yeah, I guess if I wanted to, to do something, I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: it's just... It's very strange, um the cycle does the same thing that's another one that's kind of a battle royale ask that shared world that never has anyone in it and you have to run from one side to the other to talk to the quest givers and I'm like just give me a ui like yeah. i don't i don't care about running around let me do it that quickly was, so that i can jump into the next match
0: that was kind of something nice about back for blood actually but they did have that like campground area that gave you like, oh, come over here, train with all your weapons, talk to this person, talk to that person. Or you could just hit the escape key, pull up a menu, and hop into exactly what you wanted mm-hmm. to do, ASAP. Right.
3: <laughs> yep. And um, that's the way it should be. Like, okay, if I want to feel, I don't know, like role play it, cool. But if I just want to like get through it and get to the next match, let me do it. Um so Big, big fan of Blood Hunt. Definitely worth your time if you're a Battle Royale junkie like I am. Nice. Is that only on PC, right? Oh, no, it's on PC and PlayStation. PC and 5. PlayStation, and cross-play does not appear to work. I don't know. Mm. Uh, somebody on PlayStation tried to join us, and it just didn't happen. That's yeah. so, a shame.
2: Classic yeah. Sony. Yeah, I mean... I feel like it always takes time for PlayStation to like crossplay, right? I mean, I think it's like next year that it's coming to Guilty Gear, which like that's been out for almost a year now. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: PlayStation Advantage. The PlayStation
2: <laughs> Advantage. You don't get those dirty, filthy PC
3: players. How dare you, PC master race! <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's the other game you've been playing? I'm interested in hearing about that game.
3: Peglin. Oh, uh, on the dock it says, it says is Pegging. pegging. Yeah, yeah. Andrew changed that? that or stretch changed that about halfway through the pod from peggle What's into peggy. The, what is that? It's uh yeah. it's roguelike meets peggle. It's a what? Like a roguelike it's a, a roguie wogie. Okay. Oh. sorry, apologies. <laughs> no, it's a roguie wogie that, that has like uh peggle elements to it. So um you know, your typical roguelike roguie wogie, sorry um where you start at the top and then you've kind of got branching choices all the way down to that first boss um Mm. combat is dealt by eliminating pegs and there's different uh orbs that you can throw so there's like an ice orb that um hits all enemies there's literally just a rock that depending on how many pegs you hit you throw it at them do the damage um and then there's you know. The typical like, hey, here's a chest. Here's um, a unique area. Flip a coin, that type of stuff. Um, but it's and then you've also got like uh, relics that you pick up that kind of enhance things. So there's one that, that makes certain pegs magnetic, um, which has been my favorite one so far because you just kind of shoot and you watch it just fly all over the place. Um, but it's 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 a unique little indie game, kind of goofy. Is it is it um, difficult?
1: Would you describe it as a pain in the ass? Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> would, you, would you describe it as that?
1: Put it on I, the books. You have, you have yep. no idea how long I've been sitting here waiting for you to <laughs> shut up so I can say that. <laughs> the moment I saw it and you started
0: describing it. No, oh come God. on, Andrew. Stop with the childish jokes. Um, so, on the whole, is it a good experience?
3: your fucking face man like just the shit eating grin this is why we need this on video oh uh, yeah we we'll need it, to get his
0: eye toy camera before we can do that
3: yeah oh, it's, it's good it though if you liked peggle you like rogy um and you just want something kind of chill to play while you're watching a show it's it's a great fit um just a good little indie to check out it's a great, a great fit. Great fit. Oh, huh? alright <laughs> you All right, y'all. Enough of the cheeky jokes. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to crop this up so bad and use it as the. Oh my god. Well, love it. Stretch. You
2: want to talk about bug snacks? Yeah. Ring yeah.
1: us into bug snacks. Yeah. yeah talk I mean, about
2: bug snacks.
0: It's been it's been out for a while, but I finally have gotten a chance to hop in. I haven't gone to big snacks yet. Um, but. <laughs> But snacks is a lot of fun. <laughs> um, definitely a lot more a lot more chilled experience that I was um, I was expecting uh, when it came out at launch. I really didn't pay much attention to it. Um, I didn't have a PS5 at the time, and I didn't want to get it for my PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopping into it now, just like walking around and hearing all of the different snacks like saying their names and having like the different mechanics to like go up and. You know, capture a bug snacks. Honestly, this would be a fantastic Pokemon game.
2: Mm. Even Do you as like far it more as, than Arceus?
0: No, mm. there is there is not much that I am going to be enjoying more than Arceus because I think Arceus was a fantastic game. Um, but on top of just like catching each of the bug snacks, I've also really been enjoying the kind of almost puzzle aspect of it. That's like, well, this this bug snack is in a log but i need something aggressive to hit it whatever so you need to like antagonize this bug snack to draw them over here to then fire ketchup on the log so that it hits it so that that bug snack comes out so that you can catch it um and <clears throat> something like that getting applied to a pokemon game would be really cool mm. um but it's just also all of the dialogue is so weird all of the names are so weird it's just a very zany experience to go into it 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 almost feels katamari-esque with how ludicrous what what is going on is going on especially with like changing people's appearances and stuff by feeding them different bugs
2: Mm -hmm. it's very like lol so random kind of
0: yeah 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 very very um um boxy (laughs) (laughs) boxy
2: That's a cool name that. I haven't heard in a while. Oh shit. wow! Yeah, there's going to be very so low many,
0: random.
1: So, Dash like, is not going to know what that means.
2: Yeah, Dash. yeah. There's a there's a certain age
1: threshold. Yeah, there's a lot of people, people. That are going to be like, "What's yeah.
0: that?" Yeah, I'm sure Dash wouldn't know about Newgrounds. Let's be honest.
1: I mean, he's got to know something. But Boxy's a deep cut. I've not heard <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> Uh,
0: no it's it's fun i kind of like i'm still like going into it hoping that there'll be something more i know that a lot of the trailers originally like kept taking like weird sinister turns um mm-hmm. so i'm hoping that there will be some some weird dark like what the what the hell is even going on right now kind of twist of the story i'm not you know if it doesn't happen that's totally fine um i'm just enjoying a weird game
2: yeah oh yeah and you think you're gonna like keep playing to get into bug snack big snacks Island I think six. so.
0: I'll check that out because I would be interested to see like how the mechanics are going to be different like when you're not trying to just catch like um, a frider but that's a, a fry spider
2: ah, of course um,
0: but if there's okay. a giant fryder, like will I need a giant net or like are they just going to take what I have now and make everything larger or they're going to be some added mechanics and like more puzzles to, to take
2: on. Mm i get you uh so i've been playing stanley parable ultra deluxe yes this might be my next game i play oh my god it is so fucking good so did you play the original too i did i did play the original um it's very different it is it is very worth playing the new stuff um for context um I'm not I don't want to spoil anything cuz like this is just one of those games where I think if you like meta humor, play it. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say cuz it's very like it's very meta. Like I did the original see the sequel room. Okay, That's so you know about great. that. Yeah, it's it pretty, pretty great. great. Um to to give you context for the first uh playthrough I did, um I just did like the basic ending where you listen to the narrator and do everything they say. Um but I didn't know about this. Apparently in that final room, there's a bug where you can like get to the bottom of the room. And uh, it like I don't think it breaks the game, but it's like, oh now you're standing in a place you shouldn't have been, right? In Ultra Deluxe, they make it really easy to do that. And when I did it, the narrator like stops, interrupts himself, is like, oh, you did the bug. Congratulations. <laughs> and like acknowledges it and plays a song congratulating you. Hey. <laughs> And that's just the first of many of the weird new things they do. Um, After a while, they add a door that says, like, new content on it. So they're very clearly, like, go this way if you want the new shit. And from there, it gets... So, like, the original was very, very meta, right? Like, it, it was a big commentary about, like, you know, the illusion of free will in video games and stuff like that. And, like, what it really means to have choice and do choices matter in video games. Um... Because this is an ultra deluxe, you know this is a um like a, a whatever you want to call it a re-release, a special edition, whatever it is, it continues that commentary on that sort of stuff, which I feel like is very pertinent and relevant in a in like where the past few years, we've been getting so many like re-releases, remasters, special editions, game of the year editions, right? Like all yeah. that sort of stuff. The game continues to be very meta and it's a huge commentary on it. But if, if you're one of those people where you played the original game and you were like, I don't get it. It's just a, a zany British dude talking at you for hours. It's more of that. So like, don't expect, you know, they added a shooter or it's like, now it plays like Doom. Like, no, it still plays like a, a fun, funny walking simulator, but it's still a walking simulator, you know, like from a game mechanic stand standpoint. But if that's how you're looking at it, you're kind of missing the whole point of Stanley Parable. I feel like,
0: yeah, that it's a amazing. it's an adventure of a game, and it looks like it's only twenty bucks. I'm probably gonna go pick that up after yes. this, after we're done recording this. Yeah, yes, just... if
2: if you if you own the original, you get a discount, but only for the next like week or two. So, I think
0: yeah. I played the original on a friend's PC in college or something. Like, did a an old fashioned like everyone crowd into the dorm room watch party kind of like sit together cooperative, like
1: go that way. No, go that way. Go that way. We're talking about Stan, not what the
2: game Brett was playing, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stanley barrel. <laughs> um, so when you boot up the game the first time, it'll ask you to put in the, the current time. And then when you boot up the game a second time, it asks you to do that again. And I did it again. And then at first I thought it was like, oh, maybe there was like a bug or something. And then the game says, Hey, I just want to say thanks for doing that twice. (laughs) I
0: mean, coming from Crows, 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 that's that is a a brand that has built itself upon being that meta and that quirky. They're they're them and Devolver are in a class of their own with what they're doing with their with their products. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, like, how many years has this deluxe edition been coming out for?
2: Long time, Like eight or nine years, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, they've
3: been talking. Well, about I mean, that was time. how long it's been since the original release.
1: Yeah. yeah,
3: they extended that one achievement from five years to ten of yeah. nev- not booting the game up, and I thought that was hilarious.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh man, how how long until people figure out a way to try to get around that? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, they're like, I looked at the list of new achievements too, and they're all very fun. They're all very like. I'm not, I'm not going to get them because I'm not an achievement whore, but they're very, you know... It, it's very on brand for what Stanley Parable is, you know? It's just so, like... It is probably one of the most clever games I've seen out there that really, like, kind of turns what a game is on its head, you know? And I know it sounds very, like i'm trying not to spoil anything you know i don't want to like actually explain all the weird meta stuff they do because when you do that it's kind of like okay then what's the point of playing this
0: is this is like me when i was trying to explain why tunic was the best fucking game without explaining why the tunic was the best fucking game
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah it's exactly that um but no i'm I'm glad that they have gotten it out there and i'm glad it's coming out in a time where it's like it feels very relevant um yeah no I, i won't say anymore I'll just say, like, go play it. If any of this has interested you, go check it out. It's very fun. Very funny.
0: And, yeah, as you said, they've probably been able to, over those eight years since it came out, just the changes in the game industry and the state of it now and just the state of the world, um, I'm really looking forward to how much (laughs) they've probably very irreverently spat in the face of. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I want them to just keep making it. Just continually. Every every eight years or uh, whatever the next version will be called. But it's not a sequel. Ultra premium. Yeah, it's not a sequel, though. It's just Mm -hmm. the same. Hyper
0: EX Alpha plus one (laughs) edition.
1: I'll be (laughs) a little disappointed if they don't do another something with it. Mm. Feels like they could do it again.
0: I mean, have they had a VR edition come out yet? I don't think so. Because that's got to be like the ultimate the ultimate form of stanley parable right Mm
3: -hmm.
0: where you you get to be stanley
2: right oh my god you are employee 427
0: (laughs) as well as like buying the game they also send you the legal paperwork to officially join
2: their company (laughs) that'd be like the special edition it's like a collector's edition or whatever it just comes (laughs) with paperwork
0: that we own your soul edition yeah
2: (laughs) um but yeah the stanley parable ultra deluxe definitely check it out it's so worth your time um but that should wrap us up here at the tech raptor podcast we hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you did please feel free to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on or leave us a comment down below how do you feel about all of these playstation plus updates are you excited for playstation plus premium are you a little miffed with sony's miscommunication let us know either in the YouTube comments below or in the comments below on our site techraptor.net can, can I ask a question no oh okay you just did so you I was gonna say let,
0: let us know what what PlayStation 1 game you think would be like a killer edition
2: You yeah, genuinely yeah <laughs> I did good. Sorry, I'll let you get back to the closing spiel. (laughs) Um, If you want more content, uh, we are at techraptor.net, where we're always publishing news, reviews, and features every day of the week. But if you want more of our show, we will be back next Monday. See you then.